it's going. We'll just crop it wherever. Yeah, that's fine. Well, hello, guys. My name is Gerald Del Valle, and I'm with... Justin Larson. And we are starting a podcast called The Young Ambiguous Podcast. The Young Ambiguous. Um, There's a lot of things that we think about that are kind of just floating out there. They're ambiguous topics and thoughts, and uh, I think they're worth discussing and going through and thinking through. Um, And so we we wanted to start talking about them and let you guys listen and add what you're thinking and what you would want to say about them. Yeah, a lot of this is rooted in like, so I, I recently got married and a Ooh. lot of the, con- yeah, I know. shout out, shout out. Uh, a lot of the conversations I have at night with my wife, she's like, you probably should like talk about this with other people. Cause mm. I mean, they're, yeah. they are ambiguous thoughts. And um, also with that same mindset, Gerald and I are both pretty like culturally ambiguous people. So yes. when people see like us, <laughs> They think that we're Spanish. Yep. And Joe, you're actually Jamaican. Jamaican. 100%. Both 100%. parents are from Jamaica. I'm just a light skinned Jamaican. <laughs> I mean, like Latino light skin. Yeah. And I, people look at me and they think that I'm either like Puerto Rican or, or uh, Indian, but I'm actually like, there's this island off the coast of Africa called Seychelles, and that's where my family's from. And my dad yep. is from Dubai. So it's like, I, I like really don't fit, fit a demographic at all. Yeah, and because all of you guys are thinking it, I just want you to know he is filthy rich. He drove up in a Maserati <laughs> to the area that we're recording, yeah. and yeah, um, no. Uh, we <laughs> Well, just to, to give you a little bit of background, because of uh, our cultural ambiguity, I think we've been wired to just think about things from both sides and from different angles mm-hmm. than the popular culture who yeah. maybe fits in in a lot of areas. And so kind of the heart behind this podcast is talking through those things, which I think a lot of people are thinking about. And even like us, we we might not even be able to articulate it truly in in a good way, but we want to talk about it. So yeah, definitely. I, um, there, like there are ideas that I have that I, I don't feel could be discussed in like a evangelical church setting sometimes. Mm. So I think that's where like podcasts and this podcast in, in particular kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. Is that a speak? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So we we want to talk about the things that you probably won't hear in a sermon in your church, but definitely apply to your faith and to your life and yeah. to like Jesus's teachings would apply to it. So yeah. um, my background, I am a, a youth pastor at a local church. Um, I'm a, I work with junior high students. I love them to death, um, but I like all students and, and talk with all of them. I am married to Laura, my lovely wife. Uh, this October will be seven years of wow, marriage. That's awesome. That's thanks, so cool. Thanks. It's It's been a, a wild and fun and just crazy awesome ride. Um, we don't have any kids. We recently adopted a dog named yeah. Winston. He's a sweet little guy. He's pretty cool. Justin met him today. Um my wife rescued a, a pregnant cat and <laughs> we kept two of the kittens and gave four of them away. So we have three cats, a dog, and me and my wife live in, in Palm Bay, Florida. Super cozy and fun. Yeah. What about you? What's so your situation? My my situation, I um I don't even know where to begin. So like I was a missionary um for two like five years. 
and um, I was a missionary to Haiti for some time. Uh, then I moved to Atlanta, and I was a missionary there, where I met my now wife. Whoop. We got married. Yeah. yeah, I know, dude. I'm, it's the best, dude. If you're thinking about getting married, just yeah, you should do it. Do it. I've been married. Put for, a ring on it. Yeah, put a ring on it. I've been married for like what, 14, 15 days now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's um, it's been really cool. I'm from the Melbourne, Florida area. I grew up uh like on Satellite Beach, hmm. and um, I, I don't know. I just never really kind of fit in over there. So that's why like I like to move to the city. Um. My wife and I, we adopted a dog as well. His name's Guacamole. So and cool. He's, yeah, it's a cool name for a dog. And like he kind of fits it because he's a wacky little dude. However, he's uh, we rescued him, and he used to be like a fighting dog. Mm. So, like, there's things like I can't take him to do. He's missing one of his canines because he got in a fight with a bull mastiff. Yeah, that was a crazy story. That wasn't even while he was fighting, though. No, that was like that's when I. Dog that's, park. that's when I. That's like two weeks after I got him. <laughs> I was like, I don't want him anymore. Shout out to Wickham Park yeah, Dog Wickham Park, park area. Dog park. If you ever see a like a bull mastiff over there named Hercules, just just take your dog away. Yeah, that's it's <laughs> a solid warning. It's a solid warning. Um, so like, back to like kind of who I am mm-hmm. and where I come from. Um, my family, they all immigrated from Seychelles to Central Florida, like all of them. Wow. So there's like some 70 people here from my, yeah, it's like, it's crazy. There's a lot of us here. And a little funny story about that. Whenever we go on like a cruise or something like that, Mm -hmm. you know, you do like the group dining. Have you been on a cruise? No. Okay. So like, but I heard you get grouped. Yeah. You get grouped with with strangers and it's kind of weird, but our family is so big that they just, they just give us like half of a dining room. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty insane. So like I I, I love family. Um currently I'm working at a coffee shop not too far away from What's the name of it again? It's called Drippers Coffee. Drippers, Drippers Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, so I'm the um I guess like the head barista over there. So sure. I mean I like what I do, but um yeah, that's 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 pretty much me yeah. in like 30 seconds. Yeah. That was <laughs> Only thirty seconds. I love yeah. it. You were really concise. I like that. What do you mean? Like, like I was like, this is what I am. <laughs> yeah, it is. And and I've I've lived in this area for a long time. I moved here from Miami when I was eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, both my parents moved to Miami before I was born. Um, so I was born and raised in Miami, then moved here um, like a month or two before nine eleven. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So. As crazy as that time period in in our world was, it really kind of helped me just like blend in because I wasn't just a new kid who was trying to like fit in. It was like this crazy thing happened and like tons of unity poured out in schools across America. That's really interesting. Like I didn't, I obviously didn't know that. Yeah. But um, I like you moved from Miami during 9-11 when I would say the, the country is the most unified it's ever been. And now we're doing this podcast and the country is the most like yeah. divided it's ever been. Yeah. Well, that's not true. We had a civil war. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it could, it could get worse. It could get worse, but fingers crossed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when I moved here, um, I wasn't involved at all with church, but about five years after that. So around 15, 16, I got heavily involved in church and right. have been ever since. Um, and I work here at Calvary Chapel, Melbourne and, 
was serving here for a long time and actually I've been on staff in November it'll be 10 years so 10 years 10 years that's long that's a long time I know I feel it (laughs) it feels like a long time so Um, I mean that's kind of who we are and kind of the heart of what we have with this this podcast and so I don't know if you have any other thoughts about no, what I was, we're um, talk about. When you when you moved from Miami, were you a Christian? No, really, I was not. Wow. How, and how old were you? I was eleven. I had told my mom a year or two before we moved that I didn't believe in God anymore, Whoa. so that I didn't have to go to Catholic mass with her. <laughs> That's funny that um, you said you're eleven. So I um like along the same vein as that mm-hmm. when. So I grew up Catholic. Um, then for whatever reason, we just kind of stopped going to church altogether. And I was like, oh, whatever. I don't really care. I was taking naps in the pews anyway. Um, Me too. Yeah, it's the best place I, to take I thought there was cartoons Sunday morning, so I wanted to get out of church to watch cartoons, but it's just infomercials. It's, yeah. So, so you, got, you lied to yourself. Yeah, I played yeah. myself. <laughs> but in, in all respects to like the Catholic church, and everything. If that's what you are, then that's what you are. But for me, it was a great place to take a nap because they would sing the hymns in Latin, and I had mm-hmm. no idea what was going on. Yeah. So I was like, "This is relaxing. I feel like I'm in a spa." Yeah. So I took a nap there. Um, but we we left. We stopped going to church, and then like two years later, we went to uh, a like Baptist church in O'Galley. Okay. And we went there for like three or four years. And within that time span of us going to that church, um, my mother and I were looking for a home to live in because we were like kind of living yeah. in different apartments or we really, we weren't homeless, but we didn't have a home. Yeah. So like, yeah, we, yeah. like, yeah, we're just trying to find a place to live. And this really cool like house kind of popped up and the people were like down to sell it for us. And I think it was like the first time I ever prayed. And wow. I, remember, I remember asking the Lord like, hey, if, if this is going to happen, I like please let this happen. I'm tired of like you know, sleeping around. in an apartment or like yeah. living at my aunt's house, whatever. And it didn't happen. So at, like, I was like, I don't know. I can't remember how old I was. And I, I remember that I was young. Yeah. I was probably around like nine or something like that. Or I was like, I don't believe in God anymore. Wow. And I, yeah. And I just, I didn't believe in God till I was a junior in high school. Wow. And then I went to like church camp. Yeah. And everybody has the transformative mountain high experience. I did. North Carolina was in the mountains camping. <laughs> so let me, can I tell you the, the, the church yeah. camp? So it was like the, like the, the ultimate church camp. Mm-hmm. Louis Giglio was leading it. What? Yeah. This was in Daytona and like, oh my gosh, I can't remember what, what year it was, but Louis Giglio was leading it. That's dope. Chris Tomlin was leading worship. Jeez. And they introduced Bella Reeve that year. Wow. That was the first like Bella Reeve track to ever come, like the first album. And I was like, "Man, these people are awesome. Are they going to believe yeah. in God now?" So it's wow. Like, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, but well, Bella Reeve, one of the, I think the lead singer guy works at Passion yeah, City yeah. Now. Sean is now the uh, the one of the worship pastors over there. It's cool. Yeah, the other guys, I don't know what they're doing. I know one of them lives in like Orlando, making <laughs> stuff. I don't know what he does, yeah. but um. Yeah, it was always kind of like rocky when I first started believing in God, and then um, I had a real—I just had a really good youth pastor that undergirded me and like discipled yeah. me. Me too. And, yeah. So that's the very similar. Went to a camp in North Carolina, uh, heard 
John 316 mm-hmm. had a radical transformation moment. And I know it was real because as a 14, 15 year old guy, I was making fun of the early morning Bible study. They have right. like a six, six o'clock in the morning option. If you want to have a Bible study, you can come at six o'clock in the morning and study the Bible. And I literally, when I saw that on the schedule, at a I youth looked, camp, at the youth camp, <laughs> I looked at my friend and said, who's going to go to a 6 a.m. Bible study at camp? Like, right. that's so <laughs> stupid. Literally heard John three sixteen, <laughs> realized what Jesus did for me, and I was there the next morning. Like, <laughs> I was there with my study Bible, like, ready to go. Your study Bible and your highlighter pack? I was ready. I was <laughs> like, what are we doing? What does 6 a.m. Bible study look like? That's awesome. <laughs> and so, like, that was just a, a radical transformation for me. And I had a youth pastor who really took the time to... Yeah to mentor me and pour into me. And, um, even when the church kind of squeezed him out and, uh, he moved back to South Carolina, I stayed, you know, a lot of the people, a lot of the youth, other youth in the, in the youth group left and stopped going to church completely. And it was like me and a couple other guys and gals who stuck around and still Uh, walked it out. So that's good that they did that, but it kind of sucks that everybody else is like, nah, yeah, (laughs) we're leaving. Shout out, shout out to the youth pastors out there putting in work, you know? Yeah, for real. I mean, you being a youth pastor, you mean, you kind of like, you, do you like want one of those moments more than anything where kids like pastor Gerald, I just need you to help me. Or is it, or is that like too selfish of me to ask? I mean, if I'm honest, that's what I want, right. but I'd much rather like, I enjoy students coming up to me and telling them that God spoke to them That's more so than cool. like asking for me to say something to them. Yeah. It's, it's more beneficial and it warms my heart more when that happens. Yeah. Um, but if it, if the other thing didn't happen, then I'd be worried. <laughs> right. You know, like if no students ever wanted yeah. to hear, get advice from me <laughs> no, or talk to me yeah. about stuff, I'd be like, Hmm, I, something's not working here. So like what, when I came like in between me being a missionary, I would uh, like be an assistant to the youth pastor. Like mm-hmm. you know, Dwight Schrute's the assistant to the yeah. regional manager. The assistant to the I youth was pastor's assistant, assistant to the youth pastor. It's awesome. I was like, all right, I'll take it. But like people would call me Pastor Larson without me actually earning that title. Mm. And um, I had kids coming up to me like confessing like crazy things. I'm not gonna name their names, of course, but I had a kid come up to me. Um, and let's just call him Bob or something. Bob. So, All yeah. right. So Bob. That's a very to... unkid name, but yeah, like, Bob. Like, yeah. <laughs> so his name's Bob. I love it. <laughs> and he came up to me. He's like, Pastor. I was like, just call me Justin. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got, I got something to confess. I'm like, what's up, man? What's going on? And he like reaches into his pocket and pulls out like copious amounts of tobacco products. This Whoa. kid's like. 13 years old we're talking like dips yeah like, you like four four cans of dips of dip well, and like uh like two packs of cigarettes different types like he had a camel crush oh my gosh and i was like why do you like i'm worried to get this from and he just like he had someone to buy it for him and then he like he i called him my confession kid hmm. so bob would come up to me every what was youth nights every tuesday night and confess something new to me wow and at some point i was like is he just making this stuff up some of them were like weird, like just like I stole a car or whatever. Here's, here's the key. Yeah, here's the key in the car. <laughs> what is your dad's truck? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? No, I, I don't know, man. Kids are funny. Kids are yeah. funny. I think that like that could be a whole episode, you know, 
what, I was talking what, about what well, kids have done. Well, yeah, what kids have done and what we've heard. <laughs> uh, just the crazy things, because there's some crazy things I've heard, especially <laughs> on mission trips. But um, kind of the, the qualifications that you were talking about, like to earn the pastoral oh. title. That would be cool to talk about. That would be cool to talk about. It took but me a while. That's just one of many things that I think we want to talk about in mm-hmm. this podcast. And I, I don't know how long we've been talking because my thing's not showing me the time. This is showing me uh, some other random information. I should have been timing it because like, that would have been... But I think we, we covered plenty in this intro yeah. introduction to the Young Ambiguous podcast Yeah, uh, with Justin and Gerald. And yeah. we, we'd love to get your feedback and give us some topics of for sure ambiguous topics to talk about yeah and uh i think we should do like a maybe like a social media plug if they want to get in contact with us yeah like uh i mean well we have our personal ones we need to make the official ones yeah the official ones like i was going to tell people if they really needed to you know ask something real quick it's just at the justin larson j-o-s-d-e-n-l-e-r-s-o-n on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook it's Justin Larson. Yeah. If you're if you're trying to reach out to us on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> um we just look for our names. Um but I'm I'm the very similar mine is just Gerald Del Valle on Twitter and on Instagram. So G E R You can yeah. I can, can believe I, in you. Can I spell my name? G E R A L D D E L V A I L L E. I did it. You did it, man. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so if you guys want to hit us up, we'll, we'll sh- we should have some kind of uh, young, ambiguous social handles out there soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure out what we can do. I'm going to – I uh, forgot to mention this. I'm announcing a giveaway as well. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, uh, like, listen, li- like the podcast or whatever. I don't know what kids do these days. I know on YouTube it's like you like, comment, subscribe or something like that. Yeah. But so if I guess you do that – podcast version i will give you a pencil i'll find in my car nice so nice you can get a pencil or you can get a gum wrapper or a empty bag of takis nice i will second the giveaway there you go and if you like listen and subscribe uh i will give you a chipotle napkin mm. from my car does it have guacamole on it no it's a fresh clean one oh. so you could actually use it for something oh, that's kind of tight I will give you one of the many menus that I have, or maybe you can have one of the classic cassette tapes that I bought at Goodwill a long time ago. <laughs> that would be actually kind of cool. We can give away the cassette tape and, like, you know what? There's a box at Target I'm going to go buy, and okay. we'll just put all that stuff in that box. Yeah, and then one lucky listener who liked and subscribed will mm-hmm. win. Win that box of trash. <laughs> All right. Let's let's wrap it up. We love okay. you guys. We'll talk to you uh, again soon. Yep. Thanks All for right. listening. All right. God bless.